Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. for your glory. Uh, that was for your glory by Tasha Cobbs, man. Yes. If you don't have that, if you don't have that song, you need to go get that song. I spent a year, I think, on that song, letting that song usher me into the presence of the Lord. Uh, 2017, 2018, 2019 were probably, well, we're in 2019. Uh, my life, but 2017, 18 were probably more, some of my most intense times in ministry. Um, and I was allowing God to work on me and deal with me and uh, resurrect my dry places and understanding what the redemption package, package was and understanding who God was in my life. See, I thought I knew God. Like, I thought I knew God. I thought I knew God, but just sometimes I was, it's funny because I was talking to my first cousin yesterday and he said something big. He was like, um, sometimes you just, life just gut punches you and, um, you don't begin to know God until you're in a place where you got to really, really learn to know God. And so I learned God 2017 and 18, uh, God and I became very familiar. Uh, we became best friends and I just began to know God and I just want to admonish you. And I'm just being real, real, um, because we can get caught up in a lot of religion. We can get caught up in a lot of what we think is right. Um, but there is a way, you know, the scripture says there is a way, you know, there's a way to him and then it's in a very personal and it's in a very intimate relationship with God. Sometimes we get so in the religion, religious jargon and church and all of this thing. I watch it. Like you have to watch repetitive speech sometimes. And I believe in confessions, but sometimes we get so caught up into repetitive speech and stuff. We just saying stuff. We don't even really believe it. There is no weight. I'm kicking my camera. There is no weight to the words. There is no fullness in the words because we've been doing things out of habit for so long. And so in 2017 and 2018, God would just begin to take over my life. Like he had always been a huge part of my life, but God would begin to take over my life and we would begin to build a relationship not predicated on anything that anybody told me right? But he just began to set me free. And then he would put me in a position, what I feel like, to uh, be able to set the captives free. LMJ Ministries is at two years 
Um, I've been in ministry for 17 years now, my God. But LMJ Ministries is two years old. Pillow Talk is two years old. And so for the last two years, God just began to resurrect or work a thing out. And this song, Tasha Cobbs, For Your Glory, was what became my plea and my cry. Lord, I just want to do this for your glory. I, I don't this isn't about LMJ. This isn't about Lakeisha. This is for your glory. I just wanna I told my friend yesterday, I just wanna make Jesus famous. Like I just wanna continue to make Jesus famous. This isn't for me, this is for you. And I want your glory to be getting to be gotten out of every area of my life. I want your glory to be in my relationships. I want your glory to be in my marriage when it comes. I want your glory to be in my relationship with my sons. I want everything that I put my hands to that is attached to that um, signifies you and whatever doesn't signify, I want your glory to be getting gotten out of it. I want your glory even when I clean my house. I want your glory in, in my car. I want your glory in my finances. Like I want kingdom represented in every area of my life. I want to please you. And when I begin to set my mind on pleasing him, he and I just begin this journey of learning um, of what it's like to be in a real relationship with Christ Jesus. And so I just admonish you because it's so easy to get caught up into things or to do it from such a place. I just admonish you. I mean, even this morning, just connect and ask the Lord, show me how to build a relationship with you. I guess that's what I'm saying. Show me how to be connected to you. Show me what a divine, intimate relationship looks like you. I don't want to live in anything less than that. I don't want to live in anything less than that. I don't want to be in anything less than that. I don't want to be in anything ordinary. <laughs> ordinary for LMJ just wouldn't do. And it seemed like the more that I asked him for that, the more I began to see a power and his glory. And he began to work in me and work through me and carve me out and remove the things from my life that did not look like him. And he began to manifest and I began to chew more and more on his word. And I began to be drawn more and more to him and we begin to draw in the word and the word begin to be illuminated I'm just talking to y'all about the process this morning and I begin to see him in my life in my word and my actions and my words and my actions begin to line up because I was in this pruning process John 15 says if you remain in me and I remain in you come on now if you remain in me and I remain in you then I'm gonna carve all that out I'm gonna work all that and then I took a lot of the pressure on myself because I used to have so much pressure on myself. I wanted to make this thing look right. I wanted to see and assume the part and I just began to take the pressure off myself and I began to fast. Like almost all of 2017, I fasted. Like almost the entire year I fasted in 2017, I was on some type of fast. And we know that the fast destroys the yoke. If you want to know more about the fast, read Isaiah 58. Now, I don't know why we go in this direction, but it's got to be the Holy Spirit. So we went Isaiah 58 and fasting. And then 2018, I was, I was really isolated. People thought I was out and I was doing things. But in 2018, I was really isolated. It was a different journey. And he was talking to me and he was dealing with me. And he was dealing with the hidden places in my heart. And he was dealing with the issues that I had and stuff I hadn't talked about. And then 2019. 
19 came and a resurrection came, baby. A resurrection came, baby, and a power came to me. And uh, the process began, and it just it just looked differently, and I felt differently, and sobriety came. And I don't mean I was drunk. I'm talking about spiritual sobriety came, and wholeness came. And I began to understand who I was and the whose I was and the power that comes only from on high. So I'm telling you in the journey, be gentle with yourself. Um, I'm just giving you a glimpse of what this looks like. And then the thing and the process, right? The pro the thing in the process, I titled, I want to pray. I want to definitely pray. I titled today's devotional act like you already got it. And the Lord told me this morning, he said, just let me unpack, the, unpack this thing. Let me unpack this thing. Let me deal with this thing. Let me put this together let me sign off on this thing right let me let me work through this thing so we're gonna let the lord work through this thing today we're not gonna we're not gonna rush it i'm gonna let the holy spirit totally lead me i got all kinds of scriptures and all kinds of notes and we know we're talking about finances but i'm gonna let the holy spirit unpack this thing and i i truly believe in my spirit what i know the lord is trying to show us this morning because when we start talking about things like act like you already got it it means you really got to be in faith for this thing if we're going to use a debt-free life and i'm getting ready to show you some things in my journey so let's pray father god we thank you we thank you this morning we thank you for grace we thank you for mercy we thank you for love we thank you for a power that comes from on high we thank you for the holy spirit we thank you for the holy ghost we thank you for this devotional we thank you for this ministry we thank you for this opportunity lord god we thank you father god for a fresh anointing a fresh wind blowing on this devotional we thank you father god and bind the hand of the enemy from our life we take full authority this morning lord god saying go forward or forward go into our destiny, Lord God. We will hear you today, Lord God, like never before. I thank you, Father God, that the eyes of the understanding of the people be open to the hope and call that you have on their life, that they will not, Father God, be limited by what they see, that they will not be limited by what they hear, Lord God, that they will long for you, that they will thirst for you, that they will thirst for after righteousness, Lord God, that they will become made whole today, Lord God, spirit, soul, and body, Lord God, that their finances align with the word of God, Lord God, that they not be tempted to do anything ungodly through music, through peer pressure, through media or more, Lord God, that they will sit at your, your right hand, Lord God, that they'll lay at your feet, Lord God, that they'll let the Holy Ghost go do the greater work in them, Father God, that they'll let the Holy Ghost go do the greater work in them, Lord God, that they'll let you be the finisher, that they'll, they'll, they'll allow you to complete, that they learn today, Lord God, to cast all their cares on you, for you care for them. I thank you, Father God. I bind the hand of the enemy from their life, every spirit of discouragement that has tried to walk them out the door. Father God, be removed from their life. Life, Lord God, the spirit of depression. We cancel the assignment of the enemy off their life. We cancel the assignment of cancer off their life. We cancel the assignment of incomplete off their life. They will finish, Lord God. Well, they will finish, Lord God, because you're going to finish the greater work in them. Father God, and I speak, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus over whoever this is with some hip pain in their hip, Lord. I speak to that pain. I cancel the assignment of pain. Pain cannot come against your body. We bind that pain in your hip back to the gates of hell from which it came. And we declare freedom coming to your hip. Divine alignment. Divine alignment. Hmm. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. What a word in Jesus name. Amen. So whoever that is having some hip issues, right? I got this pain. Whatever that is in your hip, you need to go see a chiropractor and get aligned and get aligned. Thank you, D. Morris. Wow. And get aligned. Go see a chiropractor and get aligned. Lord, we thank you. There's sometimes things have to occur in the natural, but I command you to be loose from that hip. Pain is not part of your benefit package. Pain is not a part of your benefit package. So you don't receive pain. Don't walk around in pain. A lot of times we walk around in pain thinking the Lord wants us in pain or he's punishing us. That does not line up with the word. Stop stop giving God our God ownership for what the enemy has tried to do in your life. <laughs> what the enemy has tried to do in your life. So I want to share just a few things with you this morning. I told you this morning, we're going to act like we don't have it. And I need to take you, um, let the Holy Spirit lead this thing and take you a little bit through the journey. Um, we've been getting a lot of word and I only think it's applicable if I show you how this thing works. See, a lot of times people are like, what is faith? You know, and we'll tell people, oh, the just shall live by faith. And we shall tell you, uh, we'll tell you to walk in faith, but nobody talks you through the faith walking process. And so if when, when we're in faith and we're going to act in faith, then you got to act like you already got it. <laughs> you got to act like it's already manifest. And I got to share, I got two testimonies this week. I told you the testimonies are going to come in. I told you at the end of this 10 days, when this 10 days end this week, some of y'all are going to see things differently financially. A young lady inboxed me yesterday and she was like, I want to sow a seed in the ministry because I had a suddenly I had a suddenly, like some money showed up out of nowhere. I had another young lady inbox me and say, since I've been on and connected to your ministry for the last year, my life has been changing. She said, I'm not perfect, but my life has been changing. And the Lord has been on me about tithing and continuing to sow. I'm telling you, there is a resurrection coming to you in your finances. You cannot seek the Lord. My God, seek you first, the kingdom of heaven and everything else. Come on, Holy Spirit. You cannot seek the Lord. You cannot seek the Lord. You cannot seek the Lord. It's, it's a guarantee. He said, if you seek ye first, the kingdom of heaven, right? All these things will be added unto you. That's Matthew 6 and 33. You cannot seek the Lord in your finances. Come on, God. You cannot seek him in your finances. You cannot make arrangements. You cannot rearrange. You cannot prioritize. You cannot make the decision to tithe. You cannot make the decision to sow seed and something not happen for you. It just does not line up with the word. The promises of God are yes and amen. And so a lot of times you got to shift your mentality and begin to act like you got it. <laughs> you got to begin to act like you got it. I'm not saying to go spend something. You ain't got no business, but you got to act like God is provided. You got to begin to act like you got it. For me, that was tearing up all my credit cards. I had to rip up all my credit cards. I had to say, you know what, Lord, I'm taking a stand. I'm taking a stand. I want debt to be out of my life. I'm not going to trust these credit cards anymore. I'm going to get rid of these credit cards. I'm going to start talking to my creditors. I'm not living according to credit. I'm going to live according to the system that you put upon me. So I had to begin like I acted. I had to begin to act like there, the provision was already there. I had to begin to act like the provision was already there. 
And so whatever you're standing in faith and need of, especially where financially, you've got to begin to act and conceive. If you do not, my God, if you do not, come on, Habakkuk, right? If you do not have a vision for it, you'll never be able to receive it. My people perish for lack of vision. If you do not have a vision for it, you're not going to be able to receive this thing. You're not going to be able to walk in this thing. You've got to see the bigger picture of this thing. You've got to see God as provider. Um, you've got to see God as being the one to take care of you. See, a lot of times we've seen our jobs. We've seen because that's tangible. You've got to ask the Holy Spirit to deposit a vision so big on side of you that your sight is steadfast on the unseen and not the seen. But there is no way that you seek ye first the kingdom of heaven in your finances. Now, if you ain't tithing, I don't care what tithing, it is not. If you're not tithing, this don't really apply to you. This, I'm just going to be honest. If you're not tithing, this don't really apply to you. Because when we seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, that means we're making God the priority, my God, in everything. We're making the priority in everything. So if you're not tithing, this don't apply to you. I'm sorry. It does not apply to you. If you're not tithing, this doesn't apply to you. Because it's going to apply to you when you're in biblical order for your finances. When you're in biblical order for your finances. A couple of weeks ago, I said, whatever a man sow, right? He shall reap. That's Galatians. That's fact. Whatever you sow, you reap. Whatever you're sowing to, you're going to reap. So that, that's a part of this equation. But you've got to start acting like you have it, even if you don't have it. Even if you don't have it, putting yourself in a position for the kingdom to manifest and setting your mind in. So I, I got rid of credit cards. I made a decision that I was, got, I was not going to use them again. I got a vision for my finances. And then I went before the Lord and I said, this is what my income I want my income to look like in the household. And it was an income of giving. Come on now. It was an income of giving. It was not an income of, of just receiving. See, often we get, in, we get in trouble because we start believing God for just enough for us. And if you believe God for just enough for you, then how are you going to get in position in the kingdom? If you believe God just for enough of your bills, how are you going to get in position for the kingdom? I don't want just enough. I want more than enough. As a matter of fact, I want the press down, shaking together, running over. Let my cup run over. I want the full measure of what's due back to me. Well, I want the full measure of what's... So you got to get in a position and start acting like you don't have it. If acting like you don't have debt. Acting like you don't have sickness. Acting like you don't have disease. Putting yourself in a position where your faith, where the vision for it, right? Where the vision for it. And so if you are somebody that has not been tithing, you need to start tithing. Y'all know how we finna, I told y'all we ain't going over the basics. You need to start tithing. Start today. Paying your tithes. And then turn, turn around. Then turn around, right? Then turn around and decide amount of seed you're going to sow. I, uh, read, I'm reading a book right now, 30, 60, and 100 fold. And one of the things he said was they didn't sow with $3 a week. Come on, baby. But they sold $3 a week faithfully. <laughs> They didn't sow but $3 a week, but they sold $3 a week faithfully. Small things still matter to God. 
So you got to put yourself in the mental space of, I need to already have a vision for what it looks like for me to live debt free. What would my giving look like? Uh, what would my life look like? I had to get a vision for my finances. You're going to have to get a vision for your finances. So my challenge to you today and your debt free living, because a lot of you have already declared, I'm going to be debt free. I'm going to be debt free. I'm not living under this world system. I'm not going to, I'm going to be the lender. I'm not going to be the borrow. I'm getting ready to get from under this debt. I'm going to choose to live life differently financially. I see myself in a different position. You got to next write the vision out. <laughs> you got to write, come on, Holy Ghost. You got to write, I have a financial plan before me that I keep before me. I have a financial plan of what my bills need to look like every month. I don't want to go over that amount. I don't want to pay more than this. I have a financial plan. I partnered with the hope. Holy Spirit, and I asked him, give me the wisdom for what my household finances should look like. God will talk to you about everything. The Holy Spirit is your teacher for everything. So I got a vision of what I wanted my life to look like financially. This is what I want to pay. I don't want any debt. I want my car paid off. I started talking to God as if I already had it. As if I already had it, as if I'm living in it. And then I begin to shift my perspective. I'm going to tie. These are the souls because we determine offering or the Lord puts the amount of offering that you should give every month. We decided, I decided to do this. I always give to the poor. I always sow first fruits, right? I'm going to tithe and I'm going to sow seeds. I can talk to you all day long about the four different types, types of giving. And so I put in my finances what it looked like if I already had it now. <laughs> if I already had it now, what would my life look like? What's the vision for me? And then I found a amount that I knew was significant to my household. And I put that amount and I said, Lord, this is what it needs to be. <laughs> this is the amount that I need to see come in every month so that I can be in position for the will that you have of my life to be a giver. <laughs> I am. Some of y'all are conduits to the kingdom. And the reason the enemy has been holding your money up is because he don't want you. And the reason the enemy has been lying to you and telling you tithing is not important because he knows that if you get in kingdom principle, he knows if you begin to believe and trust God financially, that the Lord is going to put some money in your hands because he knows you're a giver and he knows you'll finance the kingdom. That's why he wants you out of order and tithing. That's why he doesn't want you in order and seize someone. That's why he wants to trick your mind, plague you with thoughts, thinking your giving doesn't matter. And your giving matters. Your, your giving matters. It matters more than you know. It matters to kingdom. It matters to kingdom. I'm telling you it does. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It, it's funny because uh, I've had people say to me like before, you know, well, if I have it, I had it, I'd give it to your ministry. I'm like, you do got it. You got it. You've just chosen to do other things with it. So you got to get a vision. You got to act like you had, you got to rearrange your thinking. You got to start looking where, looking where you're spending uselessly. Like, what are you doing coffee-wise? How much are you eating out? The same five, six, seven dollars you spent on eating out is the five, same five or six, seven dollars you could sow into kingdom. See, kingdom currency is different, baby. God, you can't give to God and God not give back to you. You cannot give to God and God not give back to you. It does not line up with his word. It does not line up with your word. And people will tell you, oh, no, no. The word says whatsoever a man shall reap. 
who sow, he going to reap. So if you're going to sow money, he's going to reap. It's kingdom principles. But the, the world don't want you to have a kingdom mindset. So you'll invest in stocks and bonds and other things. We have had crashes in the stock market. I don't trust. I, I, I do investing, but I don't trust the stock market. I trust the Lord. I trust the word. I trust my time. He said in Malachi, I'm going to rebuke the devourer for you. If you just give me what's due to me. If you just, because what's due to me blesses it. So you got to start acting like you got to like it. You got to get a, a vision for what your finances should look like and not according to your paycheck. Not according to what you think you're worth. Ask the Lord to give you a financial vision, to give you a financial plan for your household. Lord, give me a financial vision. What does this look like? What does the financial plan look like? Let me get in the position. Let me tithe. And if you have not been tithing, start tithing. I don't know who that is. That's for today. You know who you are. You've been justifying why you shouldn't tithe. You said you haven't done enough. You need to tithe and sow. Start sowing just a little bit. Bring just a little bit. Sometimes I would go to church with 75 cents, 68 cents. I'm just telling you, get a vision for it. Act like you already got it. Act like this is what the budget looks like. Put the budget before you. This is what I would live like debt free. This is what I live like with kingdom finances. This is what I look like with kingdom currency. The tithe says, I trust you, Lord. That's it, Paula. The tithe says, I trust you. See, someone says, I trust you. Obedience. That, can I tell you something? Obedience is always better than you sacrificing for yourself. Because whatever you're sacrificing for yourself ain't going to add up in the Lord. You cannot find the scripture, Jess. You cannot store up treasures on this earth because it's going to get ate away. It's going to get ate away. So you got to let the Lord show you this thing. Isn't God good to us this morning? Act like you already got it. Get the vision for it. Go today. Write out the financial vision and plan for your house. What does it look like as a tither? As I'm sowing, what does this look like monthly? What do my monthly bills look like with no debt? Don't build a vision with debt. What does my monthly bills look like? No debt. And then God asked God, God, give me the vision and the plan of how to get out of debt. Some of y'all are missing, excuse me, some of y'all are missing vital things around you. Vital things around you. I had to tell you something. It was funny because uh, my daughter-in-law needed uh, glasses. And because she hadn't read her insurance information, she thought she didn't have the money for her glasses, right? Well, she had the money for the glasses. She just needed to read the fine print. And what she thought was going to cost her a lot wound up not costing her anything. But we've been talking about wisdom and finances and getting things in order. So I'm telling you, tithe, if you've been tithing, come on now. Tithe, and I, don't none of it belongs to you anyway. It all belongs to him. But go on and get your tithe. Start tithing. Repent and start tithing today. Go on and get your tithing. And then ask the Lord, show me an amount I can sow or a purpose in your heart. I'm going to sow $5 a week. I'm going to sow $20 a month. And make it a habit. You are not a sower until you are a creature of habit. You are not a tither until it is your lifestyle. Dropping off seed occasionally does not make you a sower. You are a sower when you consistently do it. You are a tither when you consistently do it. And if you think your tithing don't matter, it does. If you think you're, and stop withholding. Some of y'all have been grieving the Holy Spirit. Lord, tell you to sow. 
then you don't. You justify why not sowing, and you have missed your opportunity to financially change your life. See, you've been missing your opportunity to financially change your life. Let's go on and read our Bill Winston's confession on favor, right? I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now, in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I rise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay in Jesus' name. I am honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And as I was reading that, the Holy Spirit told me to remind you, the Lord will require some things of you, but I promise you, you're going to yield a result. Some of y'all have been saying, it ain't working for me financially. And the reason it ain't been working for you financially is because you won't sow financially, because you won't tithe financially. <laughs> Because you won't, you won't operate in kingdom finances. You want the Lord to blow you out the water and you won't do the little bit, <laughs> the little bit that he's requiring for you to do. He's just asking you for a little bit and you won't even do the little bit. And then you're trying to figure out why it's not working. It's not working because you won't apply the kingdom principles. <laughs> you won't buy, And then you're mad because other people around you blowing up. And see, I'm going to tell you something about this world. This world will show you success. And you'll think your friends and all them that don't do this, that don't tithe and don't give. And it look like their life is successful. But you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know what's going on. You don't know how much debt they in. You don't know how much trouble they in. You don't know if they want paycheck. Keep your eyes off other people. NYOB, mind your own business. Stay in your own lane. <laughs> Stay in your own lane and act like you got it. Find the financial plan and vision for your life. Rhonda Dickinson Marion knows it works. It works. God will resurrect a dead thing when you tithe and sow seed. I love y'all. Y'all know I do. More than anything in this world, I love y'all. Ladies, Bible study tonight. We're going to do communion tonight. The word of the Lord is going forth tonight. For my ladies, my sisters that are not in Little Rock, go to the Coffee and Convos Ladies Bible Study. The link is on my page. Join it. I do Bible study at 12 noon via Zoom. The information is already in there. We're going to go live at 12. If you can't tap in 12 Central Standard Time, right? I leave the video in there. Let me speak a blessing over you. Father God, bless your people today. Bless your people. Let everything they put their hands to prosper. I decree and declare today you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed and highly favored in Jesus name. Amen. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. We're going to be talking about this practicality right? We're going to be doing this practicality because some of y'all about to come out of debt. We're about to see some debt-free lives. I love y'all so much. See you in the morning. Peace.
Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.